Hi guys, welcome back to the Where Are Join the Curls podcast. Today is a very special day for me because today I am celebrating a year of podcasting. This has been an incredible year. This has been one of the best years of my life. And I cannot thank you guys enough for allowing me to live it through. Your support, your encouragement is what kept me going. Because of you guys, my voice and my stories has been heard in over 13 countries, 111 cities, 16 states. I promise you I do a small dance every time that I see a new download. I love when you guys reach out to me and tell me how you connected. I love when you guys open up to me and share with me your experiences. It makes me realize that all of my stupid and funny stories were not in vain, that I am actually helping you guys. So please continue to reach out to me. I leave my email and my Instagram under every episode detail, especially if you're out this country because you guys are motivating me to get back on world tour. You just might never know if I hit a country near you and we can meet up. This episode is dedicated to all the lessons that I've learned this year. Now, I won't share all the lessons because there's some that are just so good that I need to create a whole episode out of them. The first lesson is that the universe conspires in your favor. The universe wants you to win. The universe gives you signs. And just like the red flags that we see, we miss them all, you know? We see them, we know they're there, but we just ignore them. That's what we do when the universe sends us signs. At least that was what I was doing. I was running on autopilot. The universe kept sending me signs that it was time for me to grow, that it was time for me to walk out of situations, that it was time for me to make a change. And I kept on ignoring them. And the more that I ignored the universe, ooh, the worse the signs got, the worse the message became. And I ended up even more hurt because the universe, the first few signs that they send you is like, okay, here, here's a sign, pay attention to it. And when you don't, ooh, they come, the universe just comes back and smacks you. Like, here, this is what I was telling you. Through this, I learned that there is no problem that does not have a solution. And that things happen for you, not to you. So whatever it is happening to you, take that message. See what it is that the universe wants you to learn. See the obstacles as opportunities. So let's say they fire you from your job. Maybe it's time that you start pursuing your dreams. You were too scared to sit down and commit to a project. You placed all your fears in there, so you kept on in your 9 to 5. You kept on in this miserable job. It's time to put yourself first and live out your purpose. That, that is the reason why you got fired. Maybe you got diagnosed with something. Maybe that diagnosis is to slow you down and learn how to appreciate life more. Maybe you should use that diagnosis to help others out. Maybe you're going through a breakup. The universe is telling you, that this person taught you everything that you need to know and it's time to let go. There are better people out there for you. Maybe you feel stuck. Maybe you feel like you've hit rock bottom. Let me tell you that everything that you experience at the bottom is what's going to prepare you for the top. All the best stories come out of the bottom. The universe will not leave you in the dark. I'm telling you, all the dark moments that you think that you're living through are what's going to bring you to the light. Maybe you got rejected and it was an opportunity that you really wanted or a person that you really wanted. That wasn't for you. And death. Oof. 
death is something that happens to all of us, you know? It is the only certain thing that we have in life. Those close to us begin to die. And how you can take that is that things have to die in order for us to live. Death gives you a chance at life. Death shows you that you are alive but you're not really living. Somebody close to you die, that was an opportunity for you to get up and start living the life that you want. Use that as a sign. And I know that death hurts, grieving hurts. It's all painful. But are you going to sit down and dwell on that? Or are you going to get up and live for you and the person who you lost? Fulfill out their dreams. Live life twice. One for you and one for the person that you lost. Some of you have so many goals and so many visions and are just sitting on it. The universe keeps sending you signs to get up, to wake up, to wake the fuck up. Get up and start doing what you need to do for yourself. So I was one of those people. And it wasn't until I lost someone close to me that I was like, man, I'm not really living. I'm not really achieving anything. I'm just here stuck. And I thought I was invincible. I thought, you know, death was so foreign to me. I didn't know about death. I didn't know that once you lose somebody, you really lose them forever. And that's, we're all just awaiting. We're all awaiting in line. We don't know when is our turn. So up until it's your turn, live that life. Do not leave for tomorrow what you can do today. We often think that we have time. And time is not certain for us. And you don't want to get to a place where you look back and you're like, man, why didn't I do that when I had the chance? Why didn't I travel, work on my ideas? Why didn't I not work on my project? Why didn't I start that band? Why didn't I start my business? You do not want to get to a point in your life where you feel like you have no returns. Or most importantly, when you die, you die. That's the, that's the sad part about it. That's it. This is your chance to do the things that you want to do for you. In the lesson of the universe, I was also taught that to never look back at my past. To use that as a lesson, not as a life sentence. So like I said, things don't happen to you. They happen for you. How can you move forward? How can you make progress? You know, we often let one minor inconvenience ruin our whole day. Your tire gave out. Or you're, they had to tow your car. You're all here, all miserable and upset. Yes, it's expensive. But maybe that was a sign that you needed to slow down. Your train is late. Well, maybe you weren't supposed to be on that train because maybe you're supposed to meet or help somebody out. Somebody spills your coffee. Well, at least you have the 7 $8 to buy the coffee. Yes, Starbucks is, is expensive. We let minor things get to us, ruin our day, ruin our week, ruin our month. A bad haircut. Now you feel ugly. Now you feel worthless. You allow outside things to define who you are. So let these little things happen and let it go. The second lesson is believe in yourself. Before this podcast, I did not believe in myself. You know, I'll be honest. I put myself in this box because I didn't have role models. I didn't have people who were where I wanted to go. The sad reality is that I'm from Dykeman. All I see at 7 in the morning on my way to work are drug dealers, women getting their bodies done to work at a strip club, you know? And I'm not judging anybody, but that's the sad reality. I didn't have anybody to tell me, no, believe in yourself, do more for yourself. I was given so many labels because I'm from Dykeman, like that you'll have kids at a young age, that you'll never amount to anything. And as a little girl, just growing up hearing these things, I believed them. So I never dreamt big. If you would have just told me five years, seven years ago, that I would reach 20 countries, I would have never believed you. 
because I never just saw anything happening for me. And listen, I went to college, and even that, it felt so unreal, which is why I pushed through. But what kept me going was those voices that I heard like, yeah, you will never mount to anything. Oh yeah, you're gonna drop out. Statistically, I was meant to drop out or early pregnancy. So I, again, I didn't believe in myself. So when I created this podcast, I'm like, girl, dream big. So I'm here to tell you, grab out your board. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Write it all down, write it in detail. I'm constantly writing myself letters. I address them to the future me, like what I'm wearing, who's next to me, where I'm at, what I'm doing, what I've achieved, because I see that now for myself. Believe that where you're at is not where you'll end up. This is just the beginning. And you can get yourself to wherever you want to go. Dream big. Dream big. Oh, please don't ever play it small with yourself. You are capable of achieving anything that you put your mind to. And let me tell you that those close to you might not support you. They might not see your vision. They might not see what you see. They might not feel what you feel. But get it done. Believe that you are meant for greater things. Believe it. Own up to it. Walk to it. See yourself. Ask for it. The third lesson is, Jim Rohn said it best, you are not a tree. You can change at any given moment. Let me start by saying that I feared change. And that was a defense mechanism. I told myself that I didn't like change because I wanted to control my day-to-day. If I knew what would happen tomorrow and the day after and the day after, then nothing would harm me. So I lived life telling people, no, I'm afraid of change. I don't want to do this because I'm scared. That was just me trying to prevent myself from getting hurt. And you do not grow in your comfort zone. You don't like where you are. You don't like your body. You don't like your relationship. You don't like the place that you're in. You don't like your mental state. You can change. There is nothing holding you back but yourself. And that's what I failed to realize, that no, change is beautiful. Growth is beautiful. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. And do you want to look three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, and still be stuck in the same place? Still be stuck complaining about the same things? No me, huh? You gotta get up. And there's this quote that perfectly describes this. If nothing changes, then there wouldn't be butterflies and there wouldn't be seasons. We have to constantly change in order to get better, in order to do more, in order to be more. The fourth lesson is that no one is you and that is your superpower. Nobody can take what you've done away from you. So I used to live life competing. Oh, this person traveled to... 35 countries. Oh, this person was able to afford three bags. Oh, this person is is relationship goals. Look at how perfect they look. Oh, this person got a, a, a master's degree. I looked at people and I'm like, damn, why can't that be me? That wasn't meant for me. I didn't have those things because they were not mine to have. And looking now, the only person who I'm striving to be better than is the person who I was yesterday. Competition with myself. You should not be in competition with nobody else. Like they say, you can't take what's mine and I don't want what's yours. If you are if you stop competing with others and start competing with yourself, life gets better because you're pushing yourself. I often hear David Goggins in my, in my mind. What's your limit? And I'm like, Joe, yesterday you did 25 burpees. What you mean? Today you can only give me 20. Does that make sense to you? Push yourself. Come on, let's do it. Where were you at yesterday? Why you read 10 pages yesterday? You were only trying to give me three today. Every day should be a day for you to compete with you. Challenge yourself. When I tell you that I am the most, my most confident self, I walk into any given room and I know who the fuck I am. And let me just say that. Before I knew, but now it's like, I know, no. Like, you can't take away what's mine. You can't take away my light. You can't take away my energy. 
And listen, there's people that are going to be better dressed than me, probably better looking than me. I don't care. I walk in that room and I'm like, I got it. I show up for myself. Nobody can take that away from me. Nobody can take away my energy. Nobody can take away my character. And all those things that you see people posting, those are materialistic things. Are they happy inside? Stop competing with people who you see on Instagram. Because you don't know what their life is like. Yes, they posted up the new Prada bag. The new Gucci bag. But are they happy? Do you think that filled them up? Yes, this person is in a new relationship and they look happy. He's probably cheating. She's probably cheating. Stop comparing your life to others. Now the fifth one is, I was seeking people to motivate me. I would tell people, hey, can you come work out with me? Hey, can you come do this podcast with me? Hey, can you go to such and such place with me? Hey, can you do this concert with me? And when people told me no, I backed down. I was looking for motivation outside of myself. And let me tell you, motivation is bullshit. You don't need motivation. You need self-love and self-discipline. If you don't love yourself, you won't show up for yourself. It's easy to snooze your alarm. It's easy to miss those workouts. It's easy to not read that book. It's easy to let yourself down because it's yourself. You don't talk back to yourself. I know that when I would snooze my alarm or when I would miss a workout, I'd be like, okay, so what? I'm letting myself down. And what did that teach me? That I didn't respect myself. And if I can't respect myself, how can you respect me? How can you love me if I don't love myself? Start showing up for yourself. Stop seeking motivation. Because you're never going to be motivated enough. You have to discipline yourself. Do the things that you say that you will do for yourself. Don't miss that workout. Don't miss eating healthy. Stop, stop consuming that junk food. Stop watching television. Do the things that you say that you will do for yourself. Just like how you show up for other people. Listen, I'd rather disappoint the whole world than, this, than to disappoint myself. Because I have to live with that. Have you guys ever missed a workout or missed an appointment or missed an event? And as you're canceling, you start feeling bad for yourself? You feel worse about missing that workout than you actually would have felt if you would have done it. And I've done that to myself. And I taught myself, okay, you can always cancel. You can always snooze your alarm. And it's not until you don't put a stop to it and you become self-disciplined that you start showing up for yourself and loving yourself more. So build better habits. Break your goals into habits. Now, I was searching for a life of existence instead of substance. And what that means is that I was literally, like I said before, I was doing all types of wild shit without caring about the consequences, without living on purpose. I was literally just trying to do things to fill up this imaginary clock that I thought I had. I thought I was running out of time. So I would fill, up, I would fill it up with all these things that didn't bring value to myself. I wanted to do it all in a short amount of time. I wanted to hit five countries in one. I wanted to hit all the bars. I wanted to fit in spaces that weren't meant for me. I wanted people to like me, right? So I showed up as the version that they wanted to see. And that's not okay. Why, do you, why was I giving different people different personalities? No. I wasn't being authentic to myself. Now when I show up and I show up as myself... I'm my happiest. I don't care what people have to say. I wanted to live up to those labels that I was given. That I was the party animal, you know? Was I really? Was that really filling me up? I also wanted to make everyone around me happy without realizing that that's an inside job. I couldn't destroy my life trying to please other people, trying to make them happy. I would do things that I did not want to do, guys. I went to so many clubs, so many bars. I drank so many drinks 
did so much shit to make other people happy. I wasn't living my life for me. Now I lead my life with purpose. If I don't want to go, I'm going to say no. Jim Rohn says, it's better to live 30 years in adventure than to live 100 years in a corner. Life is so short. Life is so precious. Going back to what I said before, earlier. You need to really sit down and write all your dreams. And make sure that they happen. What fills you up day to day? How do you fill up your cup? Because every day is different. What can you do today that fills up your cup that makes you feel like you've accomplished more? And some days I know we, some days we just need to lay down and do nothing at all. But on those days that you have the energy and that you want to show up for yourself, how can you make each day better? How can you make each interaction better? The next one is, will you spend the rest of your life using other people, other things, other places to fill up a void that only you can fill up? So there was this void that I had. And I was constantly using alcohol, using men, using my vacation to fill it up because I wanted to feel better about myself. I used to drink to the point that I would go numb. I was hiding away from my emotions instead of sitting down with them, facing them, seeing them, and then releasing them. No, I wanted to hide my emotion. I wanted to appear as the tough one, the, you know, I got this wall up, nobody can hurt me. That shit did not work out for me. I abused on alcohol. I would wake up 9 in the morning ready to drink while not being on vacation. I was literally just abusing alcohol to numb my pain. I was literally doing things to not sit down with myself. A restaurant, go to a restaurant and eat with my, by myself, I could have never done that. Because that's when all my thoughts came out. I could not be still because I did not want to be still with myself. And I know that you might laugh and please don't think that I'm being cocky. I honestly love myself so much that I tell myself all the time, like, I am so glad that I'm, I got stuck with you. Like, I am so fucking amazing and I love myself and I show up for myself so much that every day I just express gratitude for myself. And when people ask me, what's your favorite place to, to go? What's the best place that you've been to? I always say, the best place is wherever I'm at. Because I make it. And I love being there when I'm presently, when I'm fully aware of everything that's going on. I love it. I enjoy my own company. But it took me so long to get there. It took me... To hit rock bottom and go through all those dark moments and all those dark periods of time. For me to finally see the light and be the There's no problem that doesn't have a solution. So why worry about it? And if there's no solution to it, why worry? That's it. It happens. Shit happens. And I do want to share this little quick um, story that happened to me. I was at a bar waiting for somebody. And this guy walked up to me. And you could see that his eyes were like really red. And he's like, hey, I'm just taking some shots because I don't want to cry. And I told him, no, you need to go home and cry. He's like, no, but like that's what alcohol is for. And I'm like, yeah, alcohol is going to hide it for a few moments. You don't want to go home because you don't want to face yourself. But there comes a time where you have to face yourself. You cannot keep running away. Another lesson is that people cannot give what they don't have. And I had high expectations for everybody before. For friendships, for relationships. I was always expecting way above and beyond. Even more than what I was providing. That led to a lot of disappointments. What I've learned to realize is that people cannot give what they don't have. How can I expect you to be a loving person if you've never received love? How can I expect you to be a supportive person if you've never received support? How can I expect affection if you were never given affection? You can only give what you were given, what you have inside. A person who's empty cannot add on to my cup because they are empty. And in that case, you got to learn how to forgive others. Most people walk around 
unconsciously hurting others. They're not doing it intentionally. They don't know any better. So instead of being mad and instead of shaming them, give them love. Learn how to forgive. Teach them. I know that people say, oh, I'm too going to be teaching a man how to love me or I'm too going to be telling her how I like to be loved or whatever. Some people don't know, guys. We all have different love languages. We all love differently. We all express it differently. Have that conversation with somebody. Also, you can't save everybody. You can't save people who don't want to be saved. And let me tell you a quick story. I won't tell you too much details because that's, that's a whole different episode. But this year, I put myself through some rough situations with people. I wanted to save them. I'm like, yo, you know what? God must have put me in his life, her life, so that I can teach them what he's taught me. Let me tell you what that did. That ended with me lasting almost four months with a massive headache, a $5,000 hospital bill, hair loss, stress the fuck out. Why? Because I wanted to play Captain Singlehole. I wanted to save somebody who wasn't ready to be saved. I was sent to teach this person something. And maybe I did it in the wrong way. Maybe it was the wrong time. But literally, it went over their heads. And it, what it did was that it left me on E. It left me so empty that I was struggling. And I knew, thank God, that I had done so much work that I'm like, yo, this is, this is, this is going to end. I'm like, you're going to get through this. You're going to get through this. And I picked myself right back up. But for that short amount of time, I allowed other people to drain me. Now, what I do, I put my phone on do not disturb. I ignore messages. I'll be like, hey, I fell asleep, whatever. Because, you know, I don't like hurting people's feelings, but... I'll be ignoring those messages. And listen, if I ignore your message, it's huge because I don't like ignoring people. But there's some people that will drain you with the same problems. Like, how can we be? How can we still be here? We were just talking about this shit two months ago, five months ago. Why are we still in the same place? And last is stop asking advice from people who've never been to where you want to go. And I'm not just talking about destination-wise. I'm not just talking about that trip to Colombia that you want to take. No, honey. I'm talking about everything. You will not walk into the T-Mobile store and ask them how to make a cup of coffee. You wouldn't go to Barnes & Nobles and ask them to fix your tire. You wouldn't go into the Louis store asking them for a dog. You should not be receptive to everybody's advice because people will project their fears onto you. If you've never been to where I want to go, why am I asking you for advice? They are going to misdirect you. Stop asking for advice and let your instincts, let your insides guide. Thank you guys so much and continue to support me. Continue to compliment, continue to share your stories with me. Please feel free to reach out to me. I love you all so, so much. I could not have done this without you.